Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louie. We need to Louis. talk to someone about Louie. <laughs> Today's episode of Got to Be Done is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains and the Wurundjeri lands of the Kulin Nation in Melbourne. We pay our respects to elders past and present and any First Nations people who are listening and loving Bluey. Mary Bolling. Kate, welcome back to the wagon, my dear. How oh, are you? Oh, man, the wagon or the granny, my dear? <laughs> because you- I've got to tell you, my hips hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up! My hips hurt. Oh my god, it's like the mantra of every like um geriatric millennial, isn't it? Like, I was like, Muffin, are you really an old lady, or are you me? So yeah, yeah completely. Um, oh. I'm loving the res- the returns in this episode, Mary. I'm loving the character arcs. So we've got some fan favorites who are back. So we've got um Doreen, the lovely neighbor from Bin Night and mm-hmm. Curry Quest coming back into the fold. Oh, look, Doreen's having a garage sale. Woo! Woo! Mobile! We've also got Muffin, who we haven't really seen since. I was trying to work it out. Is it Facey Talk, the last time we saw Muffin? Yeah, that Muffin sounds plausible. Josh, she's been ever since, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad that Longest she's... time out. I'm glad that she's out of time out because, um, oh, what a, what a return. And I'm also loving the return of the granny theme music. Oh, um, yeah. Because we haven't seen this since bus ride, I want to say, mm-hmm. in season two. And I'm yep. also loving, and we'll get more into this later, but um, the return of uh, Georges Bizet and, uh-huh. and music from Carmen because the last time we saw it was um, the prelude used in Facey Talk. And now we're seeing the habanera. So, uh, yeah, there's lots to be excited about. Okay, yes. Love it all. I was excited from the very first scene of this episode uh, because, you know, we see the backseat of the car every so often. But uh, how much is it the case in your life that the backseat is always next level trashed and I'm seeing a lot of almonds uh in this particular <laughs> episode when you've got to put someone else's kid in the back seat of your car. <laughs> no way. Uh, look, there's never a time that you fear more for the filthiness of your own car when you're taking someone else in it. I feel yeah, like, I mean true. in your twenties it's a standard apology, isn't it? It's like, oh sorry, the car's a bit of a mess. Yeah. Um, we had a situation recently because um, I work for SA Health and um, one of my parts of my job is to take um, like to take care of Nicola Spurrier, who's our Chief Public Health Officer. Right. Um, and for South Australians, they would know her as, um, you know, she was kind of like the Brett Sutton of South Australia for, for that much. <laughs> you know, like she, she was leading the public health response and as a result spent a lot of time on TV and telling people sure. what they could and couldn't do and wearing masks and all the rest. Anyway, so um, I did an event recently with Nicola and she'd been joking to me earlier that morning that like, oh, we really need a driver. <laughs> no, can you arrange? And she was like, can you, can you arrange this for me, Kate? And she's, she's extremely like 
beautiful, well put together, proper, wonderful person. Um, and and very like not me. Like I'm quite. <laughs> I think harried is the word I would refer to myself most often. Relatable, but uh, also well put together, wonderful person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so um, we were at this press conference and we needed a hasty exit. And Tim, my Tim, rang me up just coincidentally. He's like, "Hey, we're in the area. Do you need a lift?" And I was like, "Can you give Nicholas Barrier a lift?" And the car, albeit recently cleaned, I've never felt so like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like just looking at like the stains and, you know, the general uh, yeah, like yeah. even just like looking into the car seats and things. And she was absolutely beautiful about it. But at the same time, I was like, oh, no, someone's judging the cleanliness uh, of my car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Then I see no. Bluey and I just feel so reassured that I'm it's like, true. yeah. Other people have stickers on their windows and food down the sides of their seat too. It's fine. So, ah, thank you, Bluey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, we don't know where the family's been, but uh, we realise pretty fast they're coming home as they slow down to establish on the approach that they're going past Doreen's and Doreen is having a garage sale. OMG, Mary, like, is there anything better than a good quality garage sale? Uh, I am the queen of the slow crawl past a garage sale. I'm always just sure <laughs> something is going to be calling my name and I'll be able to see it from the car and justify parking. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, there is nothing better. You're right. Yeah, I feel like garage sales are the last bastion of reasonably priced goods. Like, Ooh. maybe apart from Kmart, because... You, <laughs> because... Like op shops used to be that place and then yeah, I think true. they cottoned on to inflation and like occasionally you'll get a good country one where they're still like, oh, yeah, everything's 50 cents. But like for the most part, like they charge like fairly strong prices, I feel, for the goods yeah, that they have acquired yes. for free. Yeah, and and the um, the online version of a garage sale, the buy swaps uh, oh, yeah, on yeah. Facebook, et cetera. Yeah, like people are pretty keen to make their money back there. Which, Field um... of broken dreams. <laughs> like, like, is yeah. there anything that tells more of a story than those, you know, buy swap sell groups on Facebook that, you know, and people are like, oh, listing – you know, exercise equipment barely used and, you know, like all these, you know, dinner plates, yeah. fancy dinner plates never used, you mm-hmm. know, all those things, shoes never worn, all these clothes with tags on them. I'm like, oh, they were dreams of yours and they've just fallen by oh. the wayside. <laughs> Having a bit of a garage sale, Doreen? Yes, love. I'm trying to get a bit of cash together to go on holiday to the reef. Yeah, well, uh, look, I feel like a, a few dreams being told in what's what's lined up at Doreen's garage sale as well. Like my heart kind of did a bit of a flip when Bandit said, oh, Len's old scooter and we've never mm-hmm. met Len and, oh, Doreen. Well, if someone buys Len's old scooter, that'll help. Is Doreen having to do it? Like, my mind instantly went to, you know, has something happened to Len that now – Doreen is ready to let go of his belongings. Yeah, like that, that was really the vibe sad. I was getting. Um, yeah. yeah, it didn't seem like a revenge sell of the scooter in the divorce kind of situation. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, and, and the reef trip is definitely a solo trip for one. So Yeah. Mm. Um, so that was, yeah, a very neat bit of uh, 
succinct storytelling that Doreen is a widow and, yeah, uh, seizing her next stage of life, I suppose. Mm. Um, but, yeah, there is like, – I feel like we could spend hours just talking about what else Doreen is selling as well. Yeah. Um, but first of all, Mary, I think we should say for our international listeners, I don't think garage sales are a universal concept. Okay. Um, so I don't know what they do in the States, but in in the UK, I don't remember ever seeing like garage sales occasionally we'd have a car boot sale in our village okay. and um, basically it's like where you fill up your car and your car's boot with all your tash you know all the things that you no longer want and um, you drive to like a sporting oval usually like clubs do it as a fundraiser yep, and pay okay. your five quid or whatever to get in and then you can like from the back of your car sell all the things that you don't want mm. um and yeah, I think that might be the equivalent for, for a garage sale in Australia, which is basically you get everything in your house that you no longer want, and rather than give it to charity or put it in the bin, you you put up a little sign and a stand and and um, see if you can sell some of your goods. Yeah, I like that UK approach because from as from a shopper point of view, because mm. it's so efficient. Um, but probably also it's a higher density living thing there, and not everyone has the garages that uh, mm. Australia has. But the US yard sale, um, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. Toy Story, uh, yeah. very iconic kind of um, plot in Toy Story that you know everyone knows what a yard sale is, especially all the toys in Andy's room. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it not the toys in Andy's room that would have been worried uh, by Doreen's situation, but all the dust-covered knickknacks <laughs> quite over, what are we talking, like maybe over 50 years? Well, I mean, we've just had the coronation of uh, Prince uh, Prince Charles to becoming King Charles, and um, it seems like there was a, a, blue, a bluey-versed equivalent of like the famous wedding plate of um, – Charles and Diana, you know, from the 80s yeah, as one of the items on the stall. It's even the um, on the title card, that that plate is the item on the title card. So obviously yeah. the artist who created that one, pretty proud of it, that it's got front be. and centre awesome. there. And it gets yeah. a zoom in as well. I know we're not up to that yet, but uh, <laughs> the zoom in that reveals Charles and Diana dogs looking pretty both unimpressed to be there on the plate and possibly in the marriage. Uh, (laughs) Now that I've obsessively watched all the crown, I'm pretty confident in saying that's the case. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. It doesn't go well. Did you see that? Did you see that tweet that was like, this is the worst episode of the crown ever. (laughs) Like when the coronation was on. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Fair. Fair. How much is this? Oh, whatever you think, love. So, um, look, I think there are some universal rules of a garage sale that we should probably get into, Mary, just very briefly for the people playing along at home because this is quintessential Australian culture here. Mm-hmm. And I've found that, um, that some of the rules are you have to have some random balloons and a very sad-looking sign with garage sale <laughs> yeah. at the end of your street. Like the balloons on a, on a, um, a Stoby pole or a, a light pole seem to be the universal language yeah, um, that you know, this is where the garage sale is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pricing wise, you've got a few options. 
I, I hate the ones where they individually price everything because I'm like, how long have you spent? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm much more of a fan of the Doreen approach. Like, you know, just sort of what do you think? Get well, it out there. Know. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or even yeah, like a, a box or a table, like everything on this table, $5. Oh, that's, yeah, that's smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you can always change the prices as well quite easily mm. if, if you're not happy with how it's moving. Um, what are some of the other rules of garage sales that you've noticed, Mary? Uh, I, well, we're not seeing this right at the start, but uh, no callers before 8 a.m. is yes. very, yeah, like so – the the garage sale trail is very um if you're a serious garage sale hunter and I guess you know it's people who are buying things cheap to then sell at vintage stores or have their own businesses or whatever uh yeah and people who suspect there might be good takings there uh will arrive at six a.m. um and be kind of banging the door down as setup is happening which yeah I feel people learn the hard way that you've got to say no one before 8am or it's going to be very problematic for you. Um, Once Tim and I did Camberwell Markets in Melbourne and you have to be there at 5.30 in the morning to set (gasps) up. And yet I was amazed we had like, um, that was probably one of our busiest times of the day. It was like the 6 to 6.30. But what I realised later is it was other stallholders who'd sent someone around ah. picking up like because we were novices we didn't have a clue and Tim was like yeah yeah <laughs> take it for 10 bucks um and then like later we'd see his jeans and stuff being hocked for for twice as much a, a different wow. store okay. so, hey yes oh, I did not know that mm, it was eye-opening drama yeah <laughs> it was fun um op shopping obviously is like my preference though like if you get a good quality op shop it beats a garage sale hands down I reckon yeah yep I'm all for that okay let's decide what sort of grannies will be I'm going to be a can't hear anything granny I'm gonna be a kind granny what sort of granny can I be oh um I'm not sure there are any other types of grannies you know, I say I don't mind sort of slowing down and looking out a window as I pass a garage sale. Uh, Bluey, Bingo and Muffin have clearly got this skill down pat because they see the prize instantly and mm. it's Granny Mobile, which, of course, prompts a game. And, yeah, I was so happy to see the return of the granny. <laughs> I was so happy to hear the return of the theme music. Like, I think... It's become almost iconic that like oh, Granny's thing. For sure. Yeah. Um, any parent, as soon as they hear that, and it brings a smile to your face, I reckon, hearing it as well. Cause um, yeah, and and we've got a new granny, Gladys, uh, aka <laughs> Muffin. Yes. Great name. Um, so and, and I think she looks great as a granny. Like oh. I don't know where she's got that very fetching like silk headscarf over the top of her head yes, and her glasses. Perfect. It's yeah. giving me Dame Edna Average vibes. It's um, you know, or maybe even like Audrey Hepburn, oh, you know. Yeah, I think quite kind of, you know, fifties yeah. pin up sophisticate. Yeah. Uh, uh glow I like do you say her little handbag that becomes kind of a, a weapon of mass destruction later in this episode is glow mesh? Um, Ooh, potentially, I yes. Was, I was getting those vibes, which, you know, every granny had to have. I've inherited glow mesh from my... Uh, I have too, from, yeah. my, from my granny. Um, so. um, 50s, I guess. 
yeah, I guess, or 60s maybe even. But, mm. yeah, beautiful, like still in good condition. That's the thing. Things were made so much better. Wow. <laughs> oh, my hips hurt. Um, but, yes, the issue uh, within the game pops up pretty fast that we – get this new level of uh, Granny's game from Bingo and Bluey in Bing, uh, Bluey saying she wants to be the kind Granny <laughs> and Bingo, of course, creating chaos with uh, can't hear anything, Granny. <laughs> yeah, it seems like um, that like what, how do you know what type of Granny you'll be is a really like a question that's just too difficult for Muffin to answer. That's not fair! I know I wouldn't get to be a granny! Ah, that's it! You can be a grouchy granny! Oh yeah! I think I would want to be uh, like a Golden Girls granny. Like, okay, you know, fabulous. Like living my best life, drinking mimosas, hanging out with my girlfriends, telling terrible jokes. Like, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's always nice to see grannies together, as we do in this episode. So yeah, yeah. I I love that for you. Let's yeah definitely make that happen. Just put me in a moo in Florida, and we're fine. So <laughs> perfect. Um, I guess the theme of this uh, episode emerges in uh, Muffin's imminent meltdown as she can't decide what other kind of grannies there are and what she might be uh where and yeah her tantrum solves the problem she's a grouchy granny um which you know does could, could she have been any other kind of granny <laughs> does it solve the problem because it's not that long actually into the game that she's sort of having buyer's regret Bugalogs, take me home yes nana and watch the cracks <laughs> sorry nana louie Grouchy granny is a bit too grouchy. Are you sure there isn't another type of granny? There might be, but I just don't know what it is. Do you? Hmm, no. Ah, I want, like, it's such a perfect fit for her. So is it she doesn't want to be a grouchy granny because she's actually growing out of uh, obstreperous tantrum muffin phase and doesn't, and it's all she can't keep up the act because her character has experienced so much personal growth <laughs> or oh, Mary yeah two words personal growth like yes, yes absolutely <laughs> okay so we're there that's it I think so. um, I think I think this is the moment that Muffin all the like this is this is her we haven't talked about it yet but her Wendy Dirt moment her yes um, her um what's another one that we could talk about. Uh, I can't think of another one. Her uh, lucky dad, dad, baby moment. You know, like yes, you know, like yeah. like like she comes into her own as Time her own. Yeah. yeah, and look, you know, there is more to life than being grouchy. If if all our toddlers can work this out, that is great. <laughs> if you could just send some notes to Joe, my three-year-old, that would be amazing. <laughs> I'll stay grouchy, Granny. Oh, great. Do you want yourself, young man? <laughs> Come on, mate. You oh can be God. any type of Granny. You can. Put on a moo-moo. <laughs> Move to Florida. No. <laughs> <laughs> so um, before Muffin tires of this game, I was loving a few things about um, 
her trek with the game and mm-hmm. probably the most one is like how easily Bandit is roped in to like pushing her around on this yeah. motorized scooter. Um, and I did have to have a little chuckle as well, Mary, because um, you can just tell that there's some Oc Health and Safety person that's like, we need to say that the battery's out of the Granny Mobile before exactly the kids can push it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Doreen, can we play with your Granny Mobile, please? Go for it. I'm taking the battery out so it won't move. Oh, yes, it will. Bugalugs is going to push it. Yeah. Am I Bugalugs? <laughs> yep. Yeah, just a very neat little line from Doreen just establishing that, yeah, you shouldn't play with uh, your granny mobile while it's got the battery in and we won't have headlines about children being squashed after this episode of Bluey. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. Should parents should parents be pushing unbattrified uh, <laughs> granny mobiles around either? Look, well, definitely not if they're being hit at the same time with a <laughs> tiny glow mesh handbag. Like Bandit is an extremely good sport in taking this on. I think. Oh my gosh! Just uh, yeah, my lines of the episode. I'm going to call it early. Is just everything that Muffin says to uh bandit yeah. <laughs> and it starts with like bugalugs here he's gonna push <laughs> uh and yeah bandit's just so innocent like knowing exactly where it's going am i bugalugs like <laughs> yeah yeah, this... yeah don't talk back to me sonny <laughs> like it's where has muffins learned this vocabulary from like that's what i want to know because my kids wouldn't have heard anyone talk like that before so well, i'm wondering yeah wondering if there's a grouchy granny in muffin's life well i wonder we know that nana healer is about the nicest nana you could ever meet um but yeah Ooh. perhaps uh, perhaps trixie's side has a few grouchy grannies. <laughs> <laughs> no just kids are very observant aren't they like yeah it, it, you know there's cranky people out there and I'm not surprised that Muffin would be taking uh, extensive notes <laughs> on the less than desirable behaviour she might be witnessing at the supermarket. Hey, Mary, you know how much we love Bluey, obviously, and how my favourite character is Pat as well, you know, Pat over the fence, like dad. Well, I've actually heard about a new Australian Pat who could well turn out to be my new favourite Pat. Um, And this guy called Pat has come up with an amazing Australian creation. It's an online tutoring math service called Maths Online. I'm very excited about this, Mary, because (laughs) I was looking over at Will's homework. Yes, they're starting homework grade one. And... I don't know, it just seems so different from when I was at school. Yeah, we have been told very firmly that maths is different. And if if you're thinking about trying to explain maths, don't, you know, do not proceed do <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. until you actually get the right advice. So I want to make sure, obviously, that I'm taking some pressure and stress out of trying to know what's right or wrong. And luckily, mathsonline.com.au approached us and I've been having look at the website Mary I have to say it's pretty impressive there's all these really cool interactive videos that you can watch at your own pace Um, it's a lot cheaper than getting a weekly tutor and I just like that you can kind of stop and rewind it whether you're with your kid or letting them do it on their own 
Uh, I love the being able to pause videos. I love that it's got worksheets as well because being able to actually see how my kids are learning and then and then see how they work through the problems as well. Mathsonline.com.au puts it all in front of you so you're working together with your kid instead of maybe pulling your hair out slightly. <laughs> and there's a free trial as well so you can give it a go and see if it's for you before you sign up. And a bit like another uh, great Australian creation, Gone Global. So if you're in the US, you can check out mathonline.com. Uh, that is that is the key difference. It's it's capsicums and peppers here, Kate. Uh, yeah. So yeah, maths in Australia, mathsonline.com.au and mathonline.com in the US. Maths Online has thousands of lessons from kinder or prep to year 12, and it's mapped to the national curriculum. So for us, as there's been concepts that Bon has struggled with, we've jumped straight into those relevant lessons and it's made a big difference. Plus, you get emailed your task reports as you go and weekly progress reports. So jump in, sign up for your free trial, and big thank you to mathsonline.com.au. It does seem, though, that Muffin is tiring quickly of being the Groucho Granny. Like, it must be exhausting even just talking at volume like that for a long time. Faster! Yes, Nana? And you're going over too many cracks! It's a footpath! Don't talk that to me, Sonny! Gee, you are one Grouchy Granny. Thank goodness that she does continue. Yeah. Um, Doreen, meanwhile, is proving that she has not been paying attention to inflation at all. And <laughs> Doreen! While she's Please my- come and work at my local op shop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, while she is, like, clearly my favourite kind of garage sale, like, she ain't going to make enough money for the reef at this rate. Like, she's giving things away, practically. Uh, and Chili isn't happy. I, w- I was... Um, sort of heartened and slightly amused to see how involved Chili was getting in like that. No, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. And Bandit says it from the start as well. Oh, Doreen, you could get more than that. Um, they do get called nosy neighbors in mm. this episode, but uh, definitely helpful neighbors. <laughs> Absolutely. Mary, have you ever had to, you know, lovingly sit someone down and say, what you're doing here, <laughs> you deserve so much more? Wow. Um, so I'm trying to think of, uh, of a financially based one and like, I, I'm all, you know, I'm so bullshit in advice I give to other people. Oh, you should be asking for a pay rise. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you ask for your own pay rises? Um, no, oddly no. Um, and yeah, I'd I'd imagine uh, I probably would be Doreen esque if I ran a garage sale as well. Um, mm-hmm. Is this a service you can provide, Kate? Are you oh, let me <laughs> here for the intervention. I would be here for the intervention. I've um, like yeah, again, not so much for myself, but I've. Um, on one occasion, I hired someone for a role and I lowballed them with an offer and it was a, a female and I actually felt guilty about it later and I rang her up and I was like, so I lowballed you and I want you to try this again. <laughs> but, you know, the loyalty I had from having that conversation wow, was just outstanding and worth like you know, like I had, I had a margin that I could go up to, and I yeah. offered her the very lowest, and she'd said yes. 
And then when I went back to her, she asked for a little bit higher. She she ended up getting substantially more than she would have gotten. And um and yeah, I think that was a lesson for her too. Like the the takeaway from this is men are asking for pay rises, you should too. And um, support other women to ask for pay rises because it can mm. feel confronting if you don't have the language. But yeah, like um, recently, I helped because because ha- my daughter Olivia has a team of NDIS carers, yep. and you know a lot of them are university students who are then going on to their first job. And I sat one of them down the other week, and I was like, "So what they've offered you is well below the market rate, and you should oh. like use this script to talk to them about like." negotiating for a bit more and she ended up getting an extra twenty thousand dollars a year wow i know yeah i know so you you need to ask yeah yeah so no i'm i'm would be chilly in this situation going doreen (laughs) ask for more how about five dollars how about two dollars okay two (sighs) dollars doreen if you want to go on a holiday to the reef you better toughen up Oh, I know. Oh, dear. Mm. And in this case, Doreen needs to ask for more because her stuff is worth more than $300. The script uh, you provide for this person pretty much go along the lines of what Muffin was saying, just screaming larger and larger numbers (laughs) because I've never seen negotiating so effective. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wasn't it just brilliant to watch? I'll get it, Doreen. Take the noise down. I'm sorry? I'm not paying for any of this. Oh, well, that's fine. Well, I think you should pay a little. I think you should mind your own business. Whoa, that is one grouchy granny. Perhaps we yeah. should introduce the the villain of yes, this episode. Yes, uh, we I'm go from Muffin uh, feeling like she's a bit too grouchy to finding out just how grouchy grannies can get because <laughs> along comes Miss, I think she's credited as uh, Old Lady Pug. Very Pug vibes. We've got a little kind of yeah. shriveled old lady who enters the scene and breaks something immediately by tripping. Um, so, you know, it's it's a tough life being an old lady, but she's not winning much sympathy. Uh, voiced by um, Margot Knight, who wasn't oh. a name I knew, but looked it up and quite the accomplished Australian actor. Uh, mm. She's been in Blue Healers, uh, appropriately, which was a long-running Australian cop show. Um mm as well as Neighbours and Prisoner. Oh, um, nice. An attitude like this, maybe maybe uh, that's where she deserved to be. Um, but, yeah, really famous for her character acting and, yeah, I think she nails it in this. It's oh, <laughs> just, just the grouchiest. From the first sort of opener of, you know, I ought to call the council, you know, like, you know you're blocking the footpath, is that, is that classic... I'm the I've done you wrong so but I'm going to claim I'm the victim you know yeah. and lowball you and um I, I just it's such a pantomime baddie I love it hey you get off that no it's mine I'm buying it fine give me nine hundred dollars what the side says three hundred <laughs> Nine hundred dollars! I'm not paying nine hundred dollars. Good, then I keep it. Oh, it's like that, is it? But yeah, that's sets the scene for this just absolute. 
battle of grouchy determination and <laughs> I love it. As well as the numbers flying around and outrage over uh, the highballing and lowballing, uh, the insults really do fly in this. Doreen, I think this delightful lady wants to buy your scooter. One hundred dollars. Um, I guess that sounds okay. Oh, Doreen, you need to go higher than that. You need to lay off the biscuits. What? You said I was looking good. You are, honey. Ignore her. Oh, nosy neighbours back. Now you listen. $100. Take it or leave it. And mm. only one way. It's only Grouchy Pug that's uh, insulting people. <laughs> yeah, and, and Muffin is actually giving a masterclass in, in assertiveness. Like... Um, you know, like, she's like, if you don't want it, don't buy it. Muffin, honey, why don't we let... Tens Stay out of it, cattle dog. 200, final offer. 10 hundred! What? You're dreaming. 500. 11! Outrageous! If you don't want it, then don't buy it! Like, you yeah. know, she's not taking it personally. Number one rule in any financial negotiations. Don't, don't Don't attach your self-worth to someone else saying yes or no. Like, yeah. She, she's confident that she can get what she wants for it. And she's like, if you don't want it, don't buy it. And I, I love I'm here for that. I'm not paying $1,100. Why not? Because it's ugly. Like her hat. Hey, hey. Hang on, love. Let's see how this plays out. Did you do a sneaky Google of how much these electric scooters are worth? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so, so like, secondhand, the market, like, looking at about 2000 minimum, okay, you know, wow. for, for a good quality scooter. So, mm-hmm. so like, uh, Doreen putting $300, absolutely far too low. Like, should should never have gone that low. Okay. Um, but um, I just love in this interaction that Muffin remains calm for the general part, like, you know, meets the emotion of, of old pug lady where she's at, but she doesn't insult her. She's not disrespectful, you know, like, and she holds her ground so beautifully. And yeah, um, yeah I, I just think she is a future leader. And another thing, I don't like the colour. Well, paint it! You paint it! You paint it! No! Oh, yeah! You paint it. No! You paint it! Fine! 1100! 1200! What? And 18 lollies! Oh, you cheeky little fine! <laughs> it reminded me actually of um, the line from Hillary Clinton that became mm. famous in the election against Trump that, you know, when they, you know, when they go low, we go high. We go high, <laughs> yeah. which, um, you know, applies to both with what the numbers are doing, but also, uh, yeah, it, it is getting pretty low from um, the old lady. Not insulting Muffin, I don't think, but uh, Bandit, yeah, is really thrown by the insults coming his way. <laughs> which oh, my God. With, you should lay off the biscuits. So no, I know. I know. We've recently talked about exercise. And uh, I, in the I, light of exercise, in this... light of exercise, maybe it is problematic. I didn't really see anything with it the first time around because I was like, "You should lay off the biscuits," and he's like, "Oh yeah, I am." Look at jiggles and that sort of thing. And now I can like after after the aftermath of exercise, I'm like, oh, maybe not, maybe not bandit. Just you know, like uh, look, yeah. this is a dog whose proportions literally have not changed from episode one to today. <laughs> so, so we don't need to be 
judging anyone's food choices. So, uh, well, as he says, it's all water weight, and we've got to drink water. Um, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Look, I think this scene well, is just so chaotic. It, it, you know, it's, it's not landing as anything other than just the weird frenzy of the banter. Um, yeah. But yeah, Bandit clearly thrown with these ta- tactics, and Chili just offended. And mm. she, I, lo- I love that she starts going, "Hey, hey, you know," <laughs> and and Doreen is actually the one that says, "Let's just see where this goes," because yeah, Bryce is climbing. Like you know, it started started with Doreen taking the hundred, but mm-hmm. then. All of a sudden, Muffin's already, what, I think, got her up to five and she's yeah. like, no, no. Uh, Just how true to life is it, the oldie that just has all the cash <laughs> in the wallet? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a cash economy out there for the um, the greatest generation still. And, yeah, that's very <laughs> real. <laughs> Lucky no one would ever mug an old person. Oh, my because, God. Oh. Yeah. Um, um I, I, yeah, there's only a few people still using cash and I really do feel it's that um well in this case the not so silent generation <laughs> carrying car- wait, carrying the torch. Twelve hundred dollars. Oh my goodness. And how much are the lollies? Oh, two dollars. Oh. We can if you can just divert for a moment to the music, Mary, oh, and indulge yeah. me. Because we've had the um the granny's theme sort of up until the point where old pug lady enters. Storms on in, yeah. And then we get this whole shift of mood with uh, the Georges Bizet classic um, song from uh, Carmen, uh, Act 1, Number 5. It's called Habanera. And this is when in the operetta we see Carmen, who the music is named after, the table leg's blocking the footpath. I could have broke my leg. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I should call the council. And she she enters, Carmen is a mezzo-soprano, and mm-hmm. she um, she starts singing about how love is a rebellious bird. So um, if you'll indulge me with the lyrics, Ooh, Mary. okay, yes, so, later. So, so this song, uh, it's called Love is a Rebellious Bird for the Habanera, and the lyrics are, love is a rebellious bird that no one can tame. And it is in vain that we call him. If it suits him to refuse, there's no threat or prayer. And then it goes into love is a bohemian child. He never, never knew any law. And I was like, it's Muffin. It's Muffin. It could be Muffin. The bohemian child who does not know any law. So, um, yes, I thought that was quite great. Um, so uh, for people who haven't listened to my rundown of um, Bizet in um, Facey Talk, we uh, recapped him quite extensively, but he was a French oh, composer. Yeah. We got into like the Franco-Prussian what we, you, amazing researcher, Kate. <laughs> uh, Franco-Prussian war was yes. that what? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was up there. But, um, yes, but all you need to know for this one is it's an 1875 <laughs> comic opera. It made Bizet famous and, um, you know, because – of the circumstances of the time, there was more of an appetite for, for like um, yeah. more dramatic and exotic productions. Okay. Um, he got his funding and, yeah, and it was a runaway success, which is still being performed uh, extensively today. 
And I'm sure he's so happy looking down from up there and realizing his music is now the calling card for one muffin cupcake healer. So yeah, yeah what a win. <laughs> um, second side note, Mary, in the movie Up, where um, okay. uh, I forget the name of the old gentleman in Up briefly. Thank you for Googling. Uh, Carl. Carl Fredrickson. Yeah. Carl Fredrickson. So when Carl is having his standoff at the start of like um, Up with oh, yeah. the developers outside, you hear the habanera. So um, that's oh. the music that's playing there too. So it's like um, it has form as a cartoon sort of standoff kind of music. Like he's walking around his house and getting ready and then mm. like do-do-do-do and it pans out with like his being the only isolated house in this sort of development zone. Yeah, we do see um, this being used as, uh, I guess, a, a cartoon, I wouldn't say trope, but, you know, we've been there before. This is trodden ground. Yes, well and truly. I feel like. Carmen got a big play in Bugs Bunny, but I can't, yes. can't actually place. Was it in What's Opera Doc or mm. one of those? I can picture Bugs Bunny even dressed as Carmen maybe, but <laughs> perhaps I'm projecting. Anyway, yeah, look, it's, it's yeah, for a very classic opera, it is very cartoony as well. <laughs> Fine, give me $900. What? The side says 300. The music carries us through to this moment of triumph where um, the the granny finally settles the, our grumpy, not our grumpy granny muffin, but the real grumpy old pug um, <laughs> to, to settle on a, a very fair price, which is probably going to get Doreen all the way to the reef and back um, mm-hmm. of $1,200 plus $2 for 18 lollies. <laughs> Amazing. Incredible. Yeah. yeah, look, I think were you getting vibes from Chili here throwing in the $2 for the 18 lollies that uh, she wanted to be the one negotiating and Muffin's kind of <laughs> taken her glory and she just like just finally got a, got a piece of the action in at the last <laughs> Yeah, it's like the the I have to have the last word kind of thing. No, mm, I, I think she yeah. was. I think she was just so impressed with muffins. Skills, yeah, but, but yeah, let's call uh, it that. Yeah, you could you could see that she was holding herself back. Like it was. Um, is there any victory sweeter than um, <sighs> one where a grumpy old lady is buying you lollies? Bye. The uh, just triumphant. Um, Bye from everyone as well as uh, she storms off with her purchase. Yeah, it's it's such a fun end to the episode, but I'm glad it doesn't end there and it could have. Um, yeah, Doreen sort of taking the time to really recognise Muffin and uh, let her have her pick of the table uh, is very sweet. Hooray! You'll be going on that holiday now, Doreen. Yeah. I'm going to do some push-ups. These lollies are gross. Muffin, look around. You can pick anything you want. Really? Yep. You are one in a million. (laughs) But, of course, there's tea towels uh, on these tables. Um, And, yeah, that's what Muffin picks for very good reason. I love that she chose to be super granny. I just that made me so happy because 
yeah, I really felt that this was the glow up that Muffin's been mm. waiting for and she's yeah. realised she can use her powers for good and for change. So, you know, I think Greta Thunberg and all those other wonderful female activists, watch out, you're going to have Muffin <laughs> Healer on your heels. Yeah, it's, it is – Um, I was getting vibes of, you know, don't, don't put baby in – not baby, but uh, don't yeah. put granny in a corner kind of thing um, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, like the the problem that Muffin was grappling with at the start that, you know, not knowing more stereotypes for little old ladies when actually, yeah, little old ladies can be anything and mm. I love that for this episode. Are you sure just a tea towel? Ah, oh, my coins. And Super Granny gets the Granny's uh, leap motif kicking again. Um, does it sound more super to you or just well, a bit more triumphant? Like, um, there's a definite, da, 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 you know, like kind yes. of moment that happens when Muffin bounces back on the scene. But, Mary, the music was less for me in this moment. It was great to see the return of the theme. But mm-hmm. um, this was actually my Brene Brown moment where Muffin's oh. realised that she can change and that she she um, really leans into this new person that she can be in helping others. And, yeah, change is hard. So I was just very proud for our girl that she's had this personal growth and hopefully a shiny new career as a yeah. negotiator or something, you know, like a financial We've said it many times. She could do anything. (laughs) Yep, absolutely. One bone to pick with this scene though, Mary, and it's going back to Bandit, no one would drop into a sit-up in the street. Like it's just (laughs) no, no. And in the middle of the footpath. Yeah, (laughs) yep. Um, it, I don't think it's good for business. I can see why uh, Doreen is trying to find a solution here to get him <laughs> off the footpath. <laughs> Bandit, I've got one of those exercise thingies if you want. Oh, yeah? How much you want for it? Oh, I don't know. What do you think? 20 bucks? Hmm. 50. Ha! Oh, Doreen! That's my girl. But it's a good solution uh, that, hey, here's my sit-up machine. They were yeah. very big in the early 2000s, I feel. Like, I feel like at some stage a lot of people had one of those. From- Where did they all go? Like, I haven't <laughs> seen one for a long time. <laughs> it's the stuff of, like, you know, public art commentary. Like, is there just a massive pile of them somewhere, like yeah. in a city square of the the sit-ups we never did kind of <laughs> constructed into some great art object i don't know build a freaking dreams <laughs> we could call it that and get a you really could yeah. um cute to finally see doreen's personal growth um at the end of this as well as yeah she's not not being lowballed by bandit and she's getting to the reef i love it i love it too and i just love that look on chili's face as well where she's like that's my girl so beautiful to see Aww. Um, 
I think I'm with you on the Brene moment, the the triumph of uh, Muffin and realising she can, yeah, she can take the high road is beautiful. Mm. Um, there's so many moments in this that are just perfect uh, as well. Bingo just being fully in character as the granny and the the taking out the coins of the purse and um oh that's a nice one like <laughs> um, I've seen that pointed to as a Simpsons reference oh. uh, which I didn't get but what are the the old timer in Simpsons um in the Simpsons has had a similar scene apparently so yeah I haven't hadn't seen a Simpsons reference uh, in Wooly for a while. So mm. uh, I'm sure experts greater than us can tell us if that's the case. Um, and yet so many good shout outs to just like we've talked about the Charles and Diana plate, but everything to me in the beautifully designed uh, pieces in the garage sale just looked so familiar. The twin cats especially. Do you remember oh, that being a yeah. great yeah, it was very like nineties, I feel, or maybe even early two yeah, thousands. Possibly, yeah. Or I don't know. I feel like it was an old like maybe a sixties thing that then uh-huh, was popular yeah. again in the nineties. Mm. And yeah, so no, I wish I was there to snap those up. I would definitely uh take a pair of cats. I was devastated that the cup broke. Like by oh, yeah, a, you that know, like cute. Well, I've been looking for like the Japanese glazed um, ceramic cups, like that Lucky's dad has. Ooh, and I yeah. know you've managed to score a few with your op shop travels, but yeah, I was like, oh, they're nice ones. <laughs> so, Ooh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, love a burnt orange, as did everything in the 70s. So, yeah, good to know Doreen's held on to them. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And and the uh, display of uh, collectible spoons as well. I'm just like, oh, how can you let that go? <laughs> yeah, I'd be making a beeline for the vintage dresses and that nice little leather um, travel bag. I thought that looked pretty Ooh, good. Ooh, okay. Like sort of a suitcase doctor's bag kind of thing on the ground. Hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You might have to hit some garage sales, Kate. <laughs> um, did you have a line of the episode? Oh, I just thought Chili at the end, like, that's my girl. Like, I just Aww. thought that yeah, was beautiful and perfect touch to end the episode on. But my um, my character has to be Muffin. Like, I can't yeah. go past her, Mary. Although, Completely. honourable mention to Old Lady Pug because, you know, she really brought brought it for the episode and really gave it a new dimension that I wasn't expecting. Oh, Doreen, you need to go higher than that. You need to lay off the biscuits. What? You said I was looking good. You are, honey. Ignore her. Oh, nosy neighbours back. Overdue for a villain. We've we've had <laughs> lots of redemptions of villains uh, this season and, yeah, nah, need a new villain in our life. Um, my honourable mention was for Doreen, trusting mm. trusting the process, trusting the muffin. Um, oh, yeah. And I loved that. And I don't don't know if we've talked about the fact Doreen's voiced by Kelly Butler, who, again, a name I didn't didn't jump out at me. But um, when I had a look, she's uh, in a bunch of things. She's a ghost in uh, Spirited, which is on the ABC that was a – a kind of comedy drama from a few years back, but she's in something that we're watching at our place at the moment. Have you seen a hundred percent wolf? No, uh, it's an Australian animation, like 
kids that are also werewolves that go to werewolf school, like shades of Harry Potter, but kind of, kind of funny, kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, Bon is obsessed. Really, description of it. Um, and yeah, she's the principal in that, so her voice—that's cool. Quite different. Uh, yeah, but yeah, clearly she's uh got the skills, and she was in the Matrix Reloaded uh as something. We do our Uh, research here. It got to be done. (laughs) Yeah. Look, sorry. Uh, yeah. I I am a bit lost in the Matrix world and and in uh, werewolf school worlds, actually. So, look, I'm sure she's doing a great job in all of them. <laughs> Go, Kelly. <laughs> um, anything in mailbag this week, Mary? Hey, I have got a um, uh, in a for real life in person uh, mailbag from one of the dads at my school who um, at my school at Bond School um, who kind of got clued up that I was involved in this podcast and tuned in but he um he's in the army and army is his favorite episode hi Tim um and he uh after he listened to that episode was very keen to bail me up at pickup and say okay so there's some things you need to know which I was very excited to hear um oh yeah one is that um a dust off when we recapped we were calling it you know you're calling for a chopper which is how um rusty describes it in the episode but it's actually a dust off is a medical evacuation so we're talking pretty kind of you know if you're calling for a dust off you're calling for something pretty serious and uh tim made the point that actually in you know australia's uh been in most recently in afghanistan and iraq and the the brisbane based kind of troops that uh, went over there took some pretty, you know, pretty bad losses. So it would be actually kind of very relatable to them to be thinking about dust-offs. And so that was like, oh, wow, yep, okay. So, you know, so thinking about Rusty, whose dad is serving and coming back, um, yeah, like dust-off be something he's playing through because of trauma as well or because of being worried about his dad so oh that was um you know really important information but uh yeah yeah, pretty heart-wrenching as well um but also uh Tim said that pineapples are a very important kind of uh coded uh symbol in the army and uh, i i can't explain what that is because uh we're a children friendly uh, look just keep it keep it uh children friendly but if you want to look that up don't do an image search maybe but it it's it's, nsfw (laughs) yes i'm yeah yeah. um but anyway that was some really good intel uh from the front lines literally and (laughs) yeah um uh, kind of uh yeah uh, look I love army so was key was very happy to be debriefing on army yet again so thank you Tim and if you would like to debrief with us about anything oh, and all things bluey you can you can get in touch with us we are on Facebook you can look us up as at bluey pod or go to gotta be done the bluey podcast on Instagram we are at bluey pod on Twitter we are at bluey podcast and you can email us it's blueypod at gmail.com ah you can do all of those things you can invite us to your garage sale please <laughs> I'm so but in the meantime, it's <laughs> got to be, be done. done. <laughs> Bye. Bye.